Welcome back to another episode of the Rankable Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Sussman of iPoll Rank, and I am stoked. I mean, you know, if you listen to the show, that I love geeking out about AI. And I have a really unique special guest joining me today. I'm joined by Jason Tatum. Now, Jason is the VP of product at CallRail. He's done nonprofit, he's been in publicly and privately, publicly traded and private startup technology sectors. Jason, he, what I love about Jason is he's an advocate for bicycle commuting. He's all about that real life paper books, you know, like make sure he actually takes some time to read, spends time with his wife, Sarah, and his kids, Hazel and Henry. Thanks for joining me today, Jason. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. That was a great hyped uh, introduction. I am not the basketball player. So if you tuned in because you thought you hate or love the Boston Celtics, I am not your guy. Dude, I, I I was I was really concerned because I'm actually a Philadelphia 76ers fan and I was nervous I was gonna have this really awkward podcast episode a few weeks ago. The teams were playing and we still don't know how this played out because we're recording at the time, but um mm-hmm. I bet you get that a lot. <laughs> I get it I get it a lot and it's it's uh it's very like office space if you get the that reference of like the Michael Bolton, like why should I change my name? Uh, I, I get, it's a weird thing to go like 30 years and have a unique name. And then all of a sudden overnight, it's like my SEO plummeted, uh, <laughs> Channing Tatum did me in, uh, pretty bad, but then Jason Tatum came along and then I, I'm on like page three now. It's sad. Dude, I actually feel you on that. Having like Garrett Sussman's a super unique name. And apparently there's a CPA out there, Garrett Sussman, who's very successful. I think we're both from New Jersey around the same age. And like he pops up on my search results. And I'm like, no, I got to do another podcast so I can push that, <laughs> push that down. If he ever gets famous, uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I'm excited because obviously we're talking AI and there have been so many innovative use cases. And so CallRail has been around for a hot minute. Um, but just like, you know, so many like tools are integrating AI in really new, unique ways. And, and one of the things that really caught my attention about CallRail is all about you, you do call tracking, you have these conversations that you record and, and surface insights, but now you're able to kind of power that by AI, kind of like this, this AI-powered conversation intelligence. Can you explain how that works? And obviously, since this is an SEO podcast, how that ties in to search engine optimization? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, first the first thing that's fun for me, we're talking about the, the zeitgeist of AI. Uh, and how it fits with CallRail is that CallRail's been doing this for years. We are we are not new to the game. Uh, we've had product in market for uh, for a long time. Uh, and I would say that like, you know, as far as kind of how it works overall, it starts with a great transcript. And I can tell you that I've been at CallRail for nearly seven years. And there was a time where we did not have a great transcript. It was you know we would kind of face palm at how bad they were and then and then a few years ago we were able to make some changes and and uh and we saw the power of having really great transcripts and that is like the first key ingredient is that your insights that you're going to glean um from anything is only as good as the quality of the of uh, of the written word basically how close is it how close is it to 
the original text or or the human speech. And so that's kind of the first part, right? And then once you have a really great transcript uh, that is able to be created not through human intervention, uh, but through um, smart modeling and and fast uh, fast infrastructure, then you can do all kinds of fun things. Um, and where it plays into uh, SEO is it's really speed to insight, right? It's the thing about the thing about what we're doing that's really unique to where everything else is right now. Right now, what the world's doing is they're they're chatting. They're basically chatting with a statistically optimized um, search engine, right? It's like ChatGPT. It's like you're talking to the entire body of text on the internet, and it is statistically fantastic at giving you a really good answer, um, which has huge implications for search down the line, as we all know. Um, but where CallRail is even and CallRail, and I think we'll soon see a lot of others do the same thing, is where we're on the bleeding edge is we're we're doing that modeling off of like the voice after uh, um, off of voice powered conversations um, where you have uh, more than text, you have tone, right? You have sentiment. Uh, you can gauge intent. You can do all kinds of things that you, that are, that are harder to get like in a chat bot. Um, and so what you get when you're, when you're pulling data from uh, your, your gleaning insights from conversations that happen over a phone phone is that you're able to um, surface real world, natural uh, uh, sentiments, uh, keywords, phrases, uh, desires, right? All of those things can be uh, uh, punched up to the surface of the of the waters a lot faster. Um, and then if you power that, couple that with like really great automations, then you can like aggregate and and classify large bodies of information into actual like digestible reportable um serviceable uh results and then you can go and apply that to your strategies dude i if i if my organization had that technology and if we had like a nice volume of those conversations like as an seo I would be like beating down the doors of like the analytics and the sales team being like, let me look at that stuff. Because especially with everything that Google has been doing over the last few years in terms of the EEAT, the experience, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness, the mm -hmm. idea of hearing firsthand experience from your customers and being able to kind of analyze the patterns of that experience just through those voice calls, I feel like is like a content amplifier for SEOs. How, how do you identify those patterns and trends? Like what does that actually look like for, for a business? Well, when it comes to, when it comes to, it depends, there's different flavors, right? Like, like there's some people that know what they're looking for. Um, and so what they'll do is they'll, um, what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll set up like the keywords that they know that they're looking for, the things that are important, S same thing, like you're setting up goals in Google, uh, Google analytics, right? Like, uh, to, you know, give me a, let, let me know when this action happens, this action that, that we can do the same thing from a phone call. And then we can classify, we can tag, we can score, 
we could do all kinds of things uh, through that method, right? Um, the 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 thing that's great about being able to um, create summaries uh, that surface, like here's what this was about. The essence is that um, is that again, this is like the power of statistics is being able to surface like here's what's really important about this 45 minute phone call in three to five sentences. Right. And, and that's, that's where the, the technology is telling you what maybe you don't know. Right. And you would not have been able to find as fast if you were trying to listen to all these phone calls, if you were trying to read every transcript end to end, it'd take much, much more time to be able to synthesize into that kind of uh, learning. Do you like, I, you know, I do know like a lot of like sales teams leverage this tech. Do, are there conversations with the marketing team? Like, are they getting in on the game from your perspective from what you're, cause you, cause as a product guy, you're talking to your, to your audience and who's using it. Like, what does that yeah. segment think about it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So like agencies uh, love this um, because agencies are like, they're trying to prove their value. Right. And they're trying to, they want to make sure that the leads that they're providing are converting and being able to show the like, Hey, we're giving you good quality leads. Here's what's happening on the call on the other side. Here's what you need to do to be better at this. Right. Um, that's like a big part of it is being able to surface like those trends and be able to share that back. Um, and then the other part of it is, um, is, is again, because of the concise nature of it, being able to surface the essence of something that in such a concise way is that you're able to much more efficiently pick out keywords uh, that you can then go. And this is true. This is like, I'm getting this feedback from our customers is that they're going and they're using those uh, using those summaries to go and optimize um, content and uh, keyword bidding strategies. That that makes a lot of sense to me as well, because when you have that information and the way your customers talk about a product or a service, you can then use that to build out your content in the voice of your customer, if you will. Right. Another component of it, I imagine, is you guys you guys are able to track sentiment analysis as well. And in SEO, obviously, right. brand management and reputation is huge. How are how are your mar- like marketer customers kind of applying the brand sentiment insights into their SEO? Yeah, so so that's a good question. The thing that my head I pause because the thing that my head goes to is like, uh, how do you how do you optimize conversion? Right, like that's the first stage. Um, how do we like actually make sure that we close more deals? How do we figure? How do we surface? Uh, what agents are having the best conversations and and making sure that the other agents are having are able it it shortens the speed uh, shortens the timeline to be able to replicate what's going well when you're surfacing sentiment um, and really good sentiment and then the next thing that you do is like if you have there's a guy on our team right um, who uh, has he closes like 10% above everybody else like it's it's incredible he can't even tell you what he does that uh, that makes him so good, right? Uh, and our CEO is obsessed with it. It's like how do how do we unlock what what he can do? Um, it's literally studies it, right? And so you have that studying, trying to like replicate that across sales teams. And then what you do 
is you say, okay, what are the, what's the language that's being used in how this person talks when they're talking about our product that we can then go and, and, and replicate through our content, right. Through our, um, through our whole brand and messaging, right? Like it's, it has cascading effects all the way down into just how you talk about it, uh, even at the micro digital marketing level. I, that That's interesting. It's like being able to analyze your high performers and how that mm-hmm. can influence marketing as well. What, what's the future? Like, what do you, what direction do you see like the AI capabilities? I mean, obviously there's been an explosion of innovation over, over the last few months. And like you said, you've been doing it for seven years, but it feels like there's more possibilities going forward. What do you, I mean, are you guys having fun conversations internally? Like how are you looking at it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What a time to be alive. I, I mean, it's every day is like you're just the mind boggles of how of what we can do and uh honestly like the speed to like even testing some stuff is like the game the game like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get deeply technical and like the like how this stuff works but it's like even some things that like seemed really hard to do from a pure like analytics and reporting side like it's different now like just in the way that google you know is changing how their search works from like completely right like it's a different um it's not a it's not a different ux and ui it is a new like chassis right and that unlocks all kinds of like core capabilities that just weren't there before which is really exciting now practically speaking there's like three big things that are coming um one is uh, like the obvious thing that you're seeing in the last several weeks, which is practical application, right? So uh, at the at the FANG level, right, you have this like arms race of um, having the best uh, the best LLM thing out there, right? But that's going to quickly become commoditized, right? Like very, very quickly. Uh, it's almost kind of happening now in some ways. Like we're not there yet, but it's coming. Um, the real the real value unlock is going to be uh where people can take that that tooling and and uh practically apply it to real problems right and solve real problems for real people um the second thing is going to be time now it's you know i was talking to somebody the other day and they're like everybody says we're always going to get time back right we got the microwave and you know did that did that does that mean i play more croquet in my front yard no like you fill the time somewhere else but hopefully as somebody with two young children, you know, and as you know, I, I spend, I spend time actually fantasizing about when I might sit in a hammock in the middle of the day. I really do. That's not being facetious. I think about time constantly. And I know that like, if I can decrease, you know, um, the time it takes to run critical business functions in my day to day, I'm going to fill it with other productive stuff, but hopefully Likely, I'm going to be finding, um, I'm going to be finding new and more interesting problems to solve, uh, and and make the business better. And and the other part of that time aspect is the time to insight, right? Like, how long does it take for me to learn something that I really need to know, and then turn around and apply it so that so that I ultimately collect more revenue, um, have a happier life. Um, and then the third and final thing is trust. There's going to be a proliferation of hyper 
personalized and contextual messaging, uh, it's going to change. Uh, like, like everything in the SEO world is just going to get better. Uh, everything in the <clears throat> marketing automation, drip campaign, and retargeting spaces are going to get unbelievably better. And the throughput is going to go crazy. And there's probably going to be a lot of spam. Uh, even more now for a while than than we have today, which is sad, right? But uh, ultimately, trusted sources are going to be really, really important. And so, the other side of that of us building these things out at CallRail is okay. How can we make sure that our customers are trusted in the eyes of their leads, right? And so, when they get a hyper personalized contextual message. Um, What's going to make them likely to answer it, to open it, to answer it, to call back, whatever it is? Like those are going to be some of the, the, the outcomes and the problems to solve from this new technology. Oh man, you just you got my my mind racing a mile a minute because when you start mentioning LLMs and having all this call data, it makes me think. You know, outside of SEO, just tuning these these personalized LLMs we'll see more and more of on your call data will produce like incredible content, incredible chat bots on your websites, you know, that are able to answer your, you know, in a very personalized way, answer, provide a better experience for your customers. So when, how easy or hard is it to implement like this type of technology and get it into your SEO processes? Like how, how does a business kind of start tracking and next thing you know, they have quicker to insight and then just get, make sure that, that the SEOs have access. Like, how are you thinking about that? That's a good question. I think if you're using a tool like CallRail, then we've sort of like optimized the whole system to be like, how do we get insights to marketers, right? Quickly, you know, the way, how fast does the homepage load when you hit the app? Like those are the things that that product people think about. Um, and so really it's about um, weaving in um, these new insights faster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and making it, how do we make it more accessible into the a lot of the things that, uh, and I will brag on our company a little bit, right? The CallRail is CallRail's built its name on uh, making it easy, right? We took something that was complicated and and big and hard, and we and we made it uh, we made it Main Street in a lot of ways, right? And so we're going to continue to to plug in these tools into that same sort of methodology and that format. We want to make it really easy for. Um, when I say like the the butcher and the baker and the candlestick maker uh, to be able to get the value just as much as the you know the fat cats do you know at the at the big uh, the big Fortune 500 companies. I mean that's what um, I love about this tech. It democratizes it democratizes the ability to right. do all of these big complicated things. Do you can you discuss any like case studies or or real world examples when using the conversation intelligence aspect has been like successfully used to improve SEO performance um, for a company? Yeah, um, you know we we have a case study that just went out recently from a, a customer called Workshop Digital. And they're talking very specifically about how they're utilizing uh, our new premium uh, CI conversation intelligence uh, features to um, uh, to optimize uh, their whole their whole digital marketing strategy. So it's them understanding both 
using like the speed of summaries uh, to to optimize the content and the keyword bidding strategies. At the end of the day, right? Here's the problem that that ultimately gets solved, and it's kind of a Moore's law kind of thing, right? Where it's like the thing is getting smaller and smaller uh, exponentially. But um, I, I part part of the call tracking world, and some of my background is in is in VoIP and telephony. And everybody wants, uh, everybody want, wants, you, there's nobody that has a business phone system that doesn't sell the whisper, monitor whisper barge is what they call it. Like, I want to be able to monitor a live call. I want to be able to coach in real time. I want to be able to jump in if I need to. Um, those have like really low utilization rates. Like people don't really, they like the idea of being able to do it. They don't really have the time to do it. They, like most business people, especially in small business, they don't, they're not sitting around listening to phone calls live all day. They don't have time. There's too many fires going on. And so they like the idea that they don't get around to it. So then they say, okay, let me get a call recording, right? And they're like, I'm going to analyze these calls after the fact. And then I'm going to make, I'm going to learn I'm going to make decisions. And some, and the best, honestly, the best of the best, they do that. They have the discipline, they create the time and they say, okay, listening to calls, it takes lot of time give me a transcript i'll read it. i can read it faster and they start reading right and they're like oh gosh okay this is a lot to read i can't read a thousand phone calls right how do i get the learnings of a thousand phone calls well now we're talking about summaries right we're talking about surfacing like exactly what you need to know and then now you're able to you as a small business person are able to leverage the learnings of a large data set in like a matter of minutes uh, and that is where, you know, you can actually, inf- with confidence, you know, make decisions about how you uh, set up your marketing strategies and how you go about attracting new customers and actually make those changes. And that's really uh, pretty compelling to watch uh, unfold and watch people really like realize that. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely get it. Like in terms of, like I was saying at the beginning, just the potential to get your hands on that sort of data and insights as a marketer and SEO, and then apply it to your content strategy so that you improve your visibility on search engines. And ultimately in LLMs, as we start to kind of like focus on how does our brand get there? Um this has been really cool, Jason. I, I know I know you're you're more product than SEO, so we're gonna do a little different version of the rapid fire <laughs> ranking today. Are, are you are you up for that? I'm I'm ready. Hit okay. Me. So we're we're flipping it around. We're gonna put some music on the uh, up there and the clock on, and we are going to do a product focused rapid fire ranking. So First off, just totally random, but what are the top three of something, anything that you love the most in the world? Okay, so I uh, I love being on the elegant and perfect machine that is the bicycle, number one. Number two, I love Great Britain. I lived there uh, for three years. I loved being there. I would love to be back. Uh, I just have to convince my whole family to uproot. Uh, and then three, I... I just love life, like not to be uh, silly, but I love life a little too much sometimes. Eat, drink, travel, sweat, find new interests, learn new things, you know, buy the ticket, take the ride, all of it. Dude, I love that. You got to just have them watch Ted Lasso and everyone will be over in England in no time. Anyway, rank rank your best product win. Okay, so this is, so the way I, the way I answer this is, 
this is my best SEO win but as a product person. Uh, it, you probably, a lot of people are probably familiar with Google Data Studio. I think it's now it's Looker Data Studio. When it very first came out in beta, Google reached out to us to say, hey, we'd like for you to be part of the beta program. And so we had call, the CallRail link up on the Google uh, Data Studio page. And it was like, that was the biggest win of the whole thing was getting the link on the Google page. That's my biggest SEO win as a private person. Dude, that's a badass connector to have because it's like being able to tie that in. You can do so much. Anyway, okay. Uh, rank your top three SEO or product tools. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, my I say my top three SEO tools, they're not tools, but they're people that I know they're experts. And if I have questions about SEO, I go to those uh, those those friends of mine, their former colleagues. Product tools, um, uh, the uh, pen and paper, like write things down, take good notes, listen to people. Uh, there's a new tool that uh, uh, the Atlassian has called Atlas, and it's a way of like project and status reporting in a way mm-hmm. that's like really sane and manageable. It's like really, really good. And then my third favorite, it's just like overall like a great product is Hey by the makers of Basecamp. It frees you of bad email experience, especially if you have a famous name and you get tons of spam. Hey is the way to go. Dude, uh, their marketing has always been so impressive to me. I remember when Hey came out; they had such a smart campaign in terms of privacy and Gmail. Anyway, so uh, rank good. your rank your best SEO or product trick or tactic. Oh, um, I, everything that I just talked about. Like, if I were a business owner, I would have I would have call summary set up, and I would make it core to my workflow every single day. Like, it just makes you work so much smarter. I love that. Okay, rank. Okay, rank what you love most about being a product guy. My favorite thing about being a product guy is uh, I uh, I can um, actually make people's days better. Like I can improve. Like if I can, if I am at a place like a great place like CallRail that's invested in making like business people's days better we can do that, right? Like we listen to real problems and find actual workable solutions and, and improve the quality of life. Uh, you, people talk about this. I'm sorry, I just, I gotta say this. People talk about like B2B, like it's like, it's all about like big business, whatever. Like we're talking about like mainstream, we're talking about like plumbers and dentists and, and, and you know, the guy that comes and like, uh, like paints my house and stuff. And it's like, if we can give them tools, this is, we spend our most of our lives at work, right? And so like making it better for people, uh, uh, improving that time is like really gratifying to me. So we can all like just hang in our hammocks in the middle of the day. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> one rank, <day>. your, <laughs> one day, rank, your, rank your best SEO or, or product learning resource. Oh gosh, I was thinking about this from the SEO side. I do keep up with Neil Patel and Rand Fishkin, and like those are like I know those are well-known names, but uh, those are people that I've learned from, and uh, probably my top when I'm keeping up with the digital marketing world. And that fits right into the rank the top uh, three SEOs or marketers that you most admire or look up to. In terms of product, is there anyone in the product world that people should pay attention to? Oh, uh, recently in the product world, um, 
I, so talking about the hay the hay base camp people uh dhh and uh jason freed are both like i don't agree with everything that they say but they have a point of view and i love people that have a point of view um especially the, especially when they're talking about technology um on the the seo and the marketer front uh i have a co-worker uh my peer at call rail her name is laura boisman uh she's our vp of product marketing and uh it's like when you as a product person and anybody that's in tech, when you have, as a product person, you have a partner in marketing that's like, we're actually partners and we come together to solve problems and we have mutual res- uh, trust and respect. It just is like unbelievable. And then her, she's like one of the most smart people you ever meet. And the same goes through the person that trained her and mentored her, which is her name is Mary Pat Don Allen. And then Andy Powell, who founded CallRail. The reason Carl is what it is today partly is because of the commitment to making things easy. The other part was Andy Powell really understood SEO uh, and um, built an inbound uh, powerhouse that's like pretty rare and amazing. Very cool. Yeah, I know on the local SEO side that it comes up all the time in terms of call tracking. And then, and then finally, rank your number one cause or charity that you want to promote. Yeah, so this is a national thing. It's called Bike Law. Bike Law is a organization that uh, are, they are lawyers who are, are focused on um, representing and helping uh, cyclists who have been in accidents and making sure that they get fairly represented because uh, cycling, uh, especially you know, cycling and city commuting is a thing that is good for our bodies. It's good for the environment. It's good for our cities. It's good for traffic congestion. Uh, but uh, sometimes, often, uh, there's accidents, and the cyclist gets blamed somehow. Um, and bike law is really good at making sure those people get good representation and the help that they need. That that's a really really cool charity, and and it's funny. It's interesting. I remember living in San Francisco, and there was always that that battle between cars, cyclists, and and like you know, pedestrians. And it's always like everyone gets upset. So that's good to have those those protections in place. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been a really interesting conversation on things that you and I are geeking out on, which is this tech. If someone wants to find you online, Jason, where, where's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn at uh, Jason Jason Tatum, Jason J. Tatum. Uh, I look like this uh, if you go online and uh, in Twitter, Jason J. Tatum. Awesome. We will have the link in the description notes. Thank you again for joining me. I really appreciate your time, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. My name is Garrett Sussman of the iPoll Rank Rankable Podcast. We will catch you next week. Thanks again. Catch you later. 